Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Praise God. Awesome. Let's consider Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 8. He that digeth a pit shall fall into it, and whoso breaketh an hedge, a serpent shall bite him. Praise the Lord. We want to talk about communion and supernatural hedge. Please have your seat. The scripture we just read tells us that there is such a thing as a hedge in the Bible. Not only that, it's also a phenomenon in the spirit. And um, one of the things that a hedge is supposed to do is to limit or block or neutralize the force of any serpentine nature or entity. So here we see that the serpent, actually in the Bible, has about 99% been used to represent devil and his works. Praise the Lord. And so here we know that the aggressive force, the attacker, is the serpent. And what will stop the serpent from biting someone is because the hedge is functionally positioned. So, spiritually, we are surrounded by something that the Bible calls a hedge. In other places, it's been called a hedge of protection. But just to let you know that there is something like a hedge in the spirit. A hedge could serve as, it could also mean a fence. A hedge could mean what? A fence. It could even mean a wall. Now, if you have done backyard garden before, you will understand a hedge. You know, when I was young, we used to cut the branches of coconut and sometimes palm nut tree and we used to build we used to weave it together to build a hedge around our backyard farm against goat that want to devour the corn and then sometimes even against um, other little little animals that cause trouble for the plants that we used to plant so a hedge is always to limit um, unauthorized access. Are you here? I'm saying something. I know I'm saying something. You have to be here with me. So a hedge can also be a wall. But a fence is a fence of protection. Economically, a hedge is used or can be used as a limiting force against hike in prices or inflation. So Ghana, we can hedge the price of our cocoa right now for something, maybe oil or something. And uh, if we are fortunate, whilst oil prices go up maybe in the next 10 years, our small cocoa prices can make us buy the same quantity of oil, even though the prices have gone up and we are paying the same. So for life also not to, inflation always brings depreciation. Or mostly brings depreciation for life not to depreciate. Sometimes it's important that you hedge. Are you here? So a hedge is important and has a lot of meanings. But in all of these things, we see that it's a limiting power to something that could either um, take value out of life or destroy life. Like once you break the hedge, the serpent will bite you. We'll come back to the scripture again. Because there is a human element in breaking the hedge. 
and we can talk about that element. One of the easiest ways, maybe let's just flow, that one could break a hedge is to dishonor the Lord by not upholding the covenant as dictated by the word of God. Okay, so once Judah just slept with um, Tamar, he broke the hedge and he lost his stuff, his ring, and uh, other things. So somebody can just fornicate and then there's a crack in the hedge. So the hedge serves as an armor of protection for you. Praise the Lord. Are you here? So sex or sin is basically one of the things that will make somebody have their hedge broken. Or disobedience generally. Once you disobey the Lord, you give a window for Satan to operate in a way that God may have limited him from operating against you. So sin is basically the borderline. So when you want to do anything, just think about the hedge. Hello? Just think about the hedge because the more you commit what must not be committed, you are weakening your hedge. Sometimes you go and a hedge, you see that, I mean, when we're doing garden, you see that somebody will just use cutlass and cut through those um, branches of the coconut. And then you see that some goat can pass through that. Hello? So sometimes a hedge can be standing, but it is not able to functionally do the work it has been placed there to do because there are breaches in it. Sometimes a hedge could fall down entirely like a wall. That falls down like the way Jericho melted. And then once that happens, then your life is exposed. You become vulnerable. Any external attack can now reach you because your security has been breached. May your security never be breached in Jesus' mighty name. So it, it just to announce unto you that there is something in the spirit that God uses to stop the serpent from biting. And the hedge is there to stop the serpent from biting you. And there are serpents in the spirit that can bite you. May you never be bitten by any serpent in Jesus' name. Amen. Mostly the health of people could be bitten. Businesses of people could be bitten. I mean, somebody can just have some, some bad thing. One of the things that will break your head is not honoring the Lord with a tithe. Just makes a serpent who is a devourer standing around. And the serpent or the devourer is always behind the hedge. It's always looking for a way. So the way to do is once you chop the tithe now, you see that. Uh -huh. Then the, the serpent says, uh, uh, now I'm welcome. It's like you have opened the door that he should come in. May you never chop your tithe. In that scripture, it says that he, he, say, he that diggeth a pit shall fall into it. And whoso breaketh, he said, Satan doesn't break the hedge. You must break the hedge yourself. Whoso breaketh the hedge, it doesn't matter who you are. Pastor, Pope, Cardinal, church member, non-church member, anybody at all can break the hedge. Yeah, it doesn't matter your anointing. David broke it and he had problems in his house. When he went for Bathsheba, now, now his children started sleeping with themselves. And the trouble entered his the head. Once the thing enters, pew! Then Matapai, God have mercy, God have mercy. Raise your hand and say, Father, may I not do self-destructive activities? One more time, one more time. Say, Father, that I will not break the hedge. Of protection around me. So we see also the hedge of protection. In Job chapter 1 verse 9 and 10. Job 1 9 and 10. Praise the Lord. What's the Bible saying? Then Satan answered the Lord. And said. That Job fear God for nothing. 10. Has not thou made an hedge about him. And about his house. And about all that he has on every side. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful? But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he has, and he will curse thee 
to thy face. So I want us to consider verse 9 and verse 10 very critically. Verse 9 makes us understand that Satan is talking and he's saying that Job does not fear God for nothing. That because God has prospered him, that's why he's behaving like he's a godly man. But this man was really a godly man. Then verse 10, Satan in his talk reveals to us what he sees in the spirit around Job. He said, has not thou, and that thou there is making reference to what God, has not thou made an hedge about him. So Satan recognized that for Job, who is Job? Who is Job? We can read from verse 6 and we'll find out who Job is. Can we give me verse 6? Now there is a day when the sun, okay, maybe verse 5. I think verse 5, right? And it was so when the days of uh, blah, 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 blah. Charlie, do 7 and let's go now. And the Lord said unto Satan, whence cometh thou? Then, then Satan answered the Lord and said from from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Verse 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth what evil. This is Job's credential. Not from man's testimony. From who? God himself. Praise the Lord. This is God's testimony about Job. But this thing will save you and I. Alright. So, it says that this is Job. He's a great man. He's prosperous. He's a godly man. This guy is a perfect guy. So, God is talking about Job. He's talking about a Christian. And Satan is saying that you have placed a hedge around him. Verse 10. You have placed a hedge about him. So, Satan was seeing something. That was not allowing him to touch Job. And he needed that hedge to be removed for him to have access to Job. Are you saying in the spirit that there is a hedge around you? Lift your hand and say, Father, I pray tonight that your hedge around me will remain strong in the name of Jesus. Now, what is the hedge able to cover or protect? One. He said, have you not placed a hedge about him so your own life, body, soul, and spirit? Number two, put the scripture there. And he said, you have put a hedge about him and about his house. So God can also put a hedge around your house like the way you have fence wall. You got it? it. About your house. And about all that he has on every side. So every property, including businesses you have, can also come under the protection or the limiting powers of the hedge. So your household can be preserved by the hedge. Your business and everything about you can also come under the limiting protection of the hedge. Thou has blessed the work of his hands. And his substance has increased. So now we see the benefit of having a hedge around you. The benefit of having a hedge around you is that for a blessed person, you can have increase in substance when the hedge is on ground. It doesn't matter how much you think you are blessed. When your hedge is down, the devourer is coming for your fruit. And 100 fruit minus 1 is no longer 100. Minus 2, 3, 4. So you may be blessed, but as long as there is access for stealing, access for devouring, access for reduction... You are never the same. So it doesn't matter how much God gives you as a blessing. When your hedge is down, it is difficult to increase in an increasing rate. You may be increasing, but in a decreasing rate. And that's why you see that, you, you see that so much comes into your hand and so much also goes. So the hedge it protects you from any pilfering <laughs> or unwarranted um, subtraction of the substance that the Lord has given you. It's God talking to someone now. Some people, they just lose anything at all they have. Because there is a break in the hedge. May your substance never reduce. May your substance increase. Shout a better amen now. Praise the Lord. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So lift your hands and say, my substance will increase. My business will increase. My house will not be touched. Children will not be touched. My life will not be touched. Everything I have on every side shall never be touched. Let the hedge of protection be in place and say, Father, may my substance increase in the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a big amen. Can you clap your hands and bless the Lord? Praise God. Hallelujah. Wow, what a joy. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I don't know if you are feeling it. So we can see that this hedge is what you need to protect your job, your house, your life, and all of that. So you are going and there is a hedge of protection. There is a radius of preservation that distances you. There can be a whole circumference or perimeter that surrounds you and says that 100 meters restraining order. Touch not my anointed means that there is a distance between you and any outstretched hand to touch. And that no matter how long they stretch, they are unable to touch you. Because there is a hedge that will not allow them to reach you. May no scheme of hell be able to reach you. Amen. That amen is not strong at all. Yes. Powerful. So you see that some people, nothing touches them. Because God has drawn this hedge of protection and every believer has it. Every believer what? In fact, now you are being surrounded. Psalm 125. Psalm 125. Look at Psalm 125. Verse 1. I'm already giving you the keys. He said that they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion which cannot be removed but abided forever. Mount Zion. Two. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem. Say I'm Jerusalem. <laughs> and the mountains are round about me. So the Lord is round about his people from henceforth ever. Even forevermore. So now the hedge is not just a physical thing around you. It's the Lord himself round about you. It's the Lord himself what? Praise God. The Lord is round about his way. Henceforth even forevermore. <laughs> Today that you have heard may it be activated in Jesus then he says that something is going to happen in verse 3. He says that, For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth their hands into what? Iniquity. The rod, the reason why the Lord is around about you, one of the reasons is not to permit the rod of the wicked, is the power of wickedness. So that the wicked one will not exact on the righteous one. Look, sometimes people who chant can attack the children of God. But when the Lord himself is surrounding you, he's your protection. He's your wall of protection. No power, no rod of the wicked will be able to rise and, and be placed upon you on the land allotted to the righteous. Your allotted means that you and whatever concerns you. So your children will not be attacked by any rod of the wicked. It's too powerful. It's a teaching service, but it's a prophetic service. Amen. Your business, no rod of wickedness will land on it. Amen. Any acquaintance that is done over your head today, may the Lord who is surrounding you as your head, may He neutralize it in the name of Jesus. It's too powerful. It's too powerful. Praise the Lord. I'm feeling it. Are you feeling it also? I mean, in the days of Elisha, actually, Elisha and Gehazi were there. He had been giving the king prophetic directions about the strategies of the enemy nation. And the king is so angry. So he sends a bandit to go and just arrest him and maybe kill him. And then the servant goes out and sees that these people are coming. Then the servant begins to panic because he has seen a bandit coming and they are just two dead. So he runs to the master and says, Master, we are dead. And the master said, why are we dead? He said, the people are coming on and they are plenty. Then the master said, no, we cannot be dead. You can be dead, but I cannot be dead. <laughs> Kalabata can say, it's not my story to be dead. You must have a spiritual consciousness 
of the kind of security you have for you to be in a state of rest. The man of God said, he said we cannot be there. Stop panicking. The reason why sometimes people panic is that they are not sure of what is surrounding them. And the man of God said, we cannot be there. He said, why can't he say, God, open his eyes. That means that until the, the Lord opens your eyes, this your natural eye doesn't have what it takes to see the hedge. So the Bible said, Elijah prayed and said to the Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Horses and chariots of fire surrounding their house against the army that was making incursion in their direction. And uh, when he saw it, look at that, verse 18. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite these people, I pray thee, with blindness. Oh boy. And he smote them with blindness according to the word of the Lord. So they, they, they were surrounding them, but there was a wall of horses and chariot of fire that had come to surround the prophet and his household. So the enemy could not break through to come and arrest them. Too powerful. Too powerful. Some people are not conscious about what is surrounding them. Tonight, may you have that consciousness. Amen. Oh, in the keeper's house, when you come for a midweek service, you have to sit alive. May you have that consciousness in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said that there are horses and chariots God is releasing to surround you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When wherever you appear, let horses and chariots of fire. Chariot of what? Fire. I mean, some of you from today, as you step out there, people will see you, witches who have got spiritual eye. They will see you and they will see that the guy is not normal. Some fire is surrounding you. Nothing will be able to touch you by mistake. Shout a louder amen here. Nothing will touch any member of this house. This house, we are surrounded by horses and chariots of fire. Shout a louder amen. Anybody watching your house is surrounded by chariots of fire. Horses of fire. By the fire of the Holy Ghost. May you be surrounded in the name of Jesus. I said we activate that hedge in the name of Jesus. That amen is not sounding well. Too powerful. So there is this spiritual protection, and the eyes of the young man had to be open. That means that you, you are not supposed to be looking for it with your natural eye. It's a revelation in the spirit to know that even if I'm living in the midst of witches, they can't touch me. <laughs> the scripture says, says that you you will rule in the midst. Of your enemies. Rule thou in the midst of that. The enemy is never a problem to God. It's never a problem for God. Your consciousness of what is surrounding you. Is a matter. Some people don't have a revelation. They will be crying the same way the servant was crying. When there is already a provision. Of chariot of fire. And horses on the mountain top. Ready to fight on your behalf. Hey, may your eyes be open to this reality. Amen. When you step anywhere you step, Kalabadabadaya. I see the fire taking over. Amen. I love it. Come on now. I love it. I said, I love it. Have you seen a proper royal procession before? Proper. I'm not talking about all these things. Have you seen a proper red carpet procession before? That one, they carry the carpet. Yeah, they carry the carpet. They don't just lay it. They carry the carpet. And as the royal is coming, they are laying the carpet. As he's moving, the carpet is being laid. You, you understand? There is a way that you have a revelation that as a royal, you don't step into the, the things. You don't make contact with the things that ordinary people may contact with. Yeah, yeah. Because 
Not only is the steps of the righteous ordered by God, but there is always a supernatural carpet laid for the royal to walk on it that does not allow the royal to step on the ground that ordinary people step on. Telling you that that juju that is able to juju people on that ground, your carpet has covered it. You are not stepping on that. Are you here at all? You step, you are stepping from from place. Don't expect any juju explosion because you are walking on carpet. You are walking on what? Come on now. You are walking on what? Brother, brother, smile because dollars is coming to you. You are walking on what? It's a blessing. What a joy. See, I'm walking on carpet. Come on and say, I'm a royal. I'm not touching barefoot. I'm not touching the ground. Barefooted. I'm walking on something. I'm feeling it. 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 It's too powerful. That's a hedge. It's a hedge of protection. Praise the Lord. And this hedge, one of the things is to supernaturally limit anything from attacking you externally. Anything from attacking you externally. Genesis chapter 19. Look at something there. In Genesis chapter 19, it's a beautiful scripture, verse 9. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. So, here we understand that two angels have come to town in Sodom and Gomorrah. And then the men in Sodom and Gomorrah, they, are, they go to Lot and say that, look, two guys have entered here. Bring them out. We want to have a carnal knowledge of them. Yes. Men want to sleep with men. And they didn't know that they were angels. I'm just telling you that if you don't stop this, your immorality, you will sleep with spirits. What are you going to sleep with? Because you will see people like human beings, but they are spiritual. It's Marie Jata, right? You just Karishka. They just saw men. They didn't know what they were containing. They just said, we want them. Strange flesh. Why is it that everything appeals to you? Like, why? Can you ask somebody why for me? Why, 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 brother? Why? Why, 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 sister? Why? I just went home says back. No, when you catch, 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 catch. Wow. Who to me, who can? And when you catch, 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 you never know, take care. Spirits are around, though. Okay, let me preach my head, Jay. So in verse 9, <laughs> let's read it. Pragila Zotala Tayaya. And they said, Stand back. This thing called homosexuality, it has a fossil. If you read from verse 6, let, let, let me show you something. And, and Lot went out at the door unto them. No, no, no. So that people will not think. Go to verse 4. But before they lay down, this men, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young. All the people from every quarter. So, this thing called homosexuality, eh? both young people and old people are into it. Some politicians are into it. I mean, young people who are into it and they have grown with it, they have become old people. They are homosexual Mugabis. Yo. <laughs> and they called unto Lord and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? 
bring them out unto us that we may know them and that we may know that we should have carnal knowledge of them. Men are calling for men. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him. Wow. And he said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, he's just even giving them an offer. A better offer. Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you. And do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. That's called proper hosting. He said, I can give you two virgins. Two men are there. Then two women are there. The women are tear robber. <laughs> to the whole yes. Two women oh, virgins. Two men and two women. And the women are not colo. These are young women. Virgin simple. Look at the response of the people. Charlie, that's well there. It's poor nobody today. Oh. And they said, stand back. And they said again, <laughs> <laughs> We're too serious. They said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came into Sajan and he will need be a judge. Now, we will deal worse with thee than with them. So, they said that this is a stranger in our midst. And he's, he's misbehaving. We said, one man. You are giving us women. We will, we will deal with you. I'm showing you, people got angry about this gayism. Not be today. They will do anything. But in the end, we are going to see their end. All people who are after this thing will see their end. Please, let's read the scripture. He said, now we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lord, and came near to break the door. Hey, aggressive power. Don't you see the aggression? The Premier League and the Captain's armband is sponsored by the gays. Yes, every team, whether you like it or not, you must wear their armband. They press, this is Lord and his room is there. Wife, wife and kids are there. Guests are there. His own protection is beyond the door of the room. Now, they are press, forces from outside are pressing to break his hedge of protection. I'm just showing you what will keep your hedge strong. So as they were pressing to break into the hedge of Lot, look at what happened in verse number 10. But the men, the angels, put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. They did what? They shouted. They pulled them. I'm just praying that. You see, the angels were spirit beings who were inside the room of Lot. And when the pressure from outside was overwhelming Lot, they pulled him in and they shut the door. Now, two people cannot shut a door against all the men in the city. But because they were spirits, they took over from where man's strength was failing. And spirit strength took over the hedge. I'm just praying that whatever is trying to force its way into your family, may the spirit of God, angels on assignment, take over your gates, take over your door, take over your hedge, 
May angels become your hedge and may they surround you. <laughs> I'm feeling it already. May spirit come and be your gate. When demons are coming into your room, may they meet spirit there. When the spirit of infirmity is trying to make its way into your house, may angels take over your gates. I see somebody being pulled in and I see spirits answering to demons at your gate, at your door in the mighty, come on, shout a louder, amen. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Shagadabaya. For a man to enjoy divine preservation, spirit must be backing you and stopping whatever is trying to attack you. Sicknesses can just come aggressively pushing, pushing to enter your house, pushing to enter your heart, pushing to enter your body. May the spirit of God baratu kwalasa if the spirit of he that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of you. The same spirit as cancer is trying to push, push. may the Holy Ghost. May the spirit of the Lord draw a line. May the Lord himself be your gate and your door. May he be your gate and your door. May the, may the Lord pull you inside and fight the battle at the gate for you. Please take your seat. Hey. Padadi Kalahasa. Mikualataka. Speak in the spirit. Raise your hand. Say, Father. Say, Holy Ghost. Take over. Take over. Pull me inside. And take over. Take over. Take over. The hedge of protection. Speak in the spirit. Maracua Sita. Ito Lagradusa prayer. Sibaratosa. Iquarasoda. Sagatelekate. Requisito Razisasaya, Ekuna la Bahatosa, Ekuna la Mahatokosa, Holy Ghost, whatever is trying to breach my hedge of protection, breach me aggressively. Zikualita, Lentolaba, infection, let your mighty spiritual power, Renqualizole Parazo, Segedeketekelebehese, Edulamarekekeletese. Requata zekle kaluza, adule klefenu zente, suntalinga rosa prendo, zekwande lepeze. Come on, I pray, pray in the spirit. I see spirit of the Lord. Where your strength is failing, Spirit of the Lord is taking over. Angels are taking over. The blood is taking over. Nothing shall bully you in your house. No, no power will bully you in your house. No entity, no external force. No arrow will enter your house. We shut the door. May the Holy Ghost shut the door. Holy Ghost shattered up. 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 Maratosa predagada behese. Etonda la peso. Shattered up. My God. My God. Santori maquanda la bahanza. Conceprendo quan Santora Zoya. Shattered up. Shattered Pull me in, Holy Ghost. Alunda Baha. Whatever will not be able to defeat the Lord. May, may he never be able to defeat me. Adula Barezo Kletomanda. Isu Gualando Barazonta. Adukwata Libre Coliza. Isu Gualatala Parosa. My God. He's on the barricades. 
some of you the posture with which you pray and the concentration with which you pray it, it, it leaves a lot to be desired this is an important matter hey around your car on the road may you see supernatural protection in the hospitals may the spirit of death not break through into your community in the hospital and scatter you we stop every hold and movement of evil aggression towards you evil aggression against you paranu zapana prariga my god sandola bahasa Cancer will not make a movement. Sicknesses will not make movement against us. The spirit of death will not move against us and succeed. Aloida para zunda equanda le zoketa azola bahasa la bagada asatole bradagada azala bahasa ikola bahasuta la baha kadola mahanda la baha. Can you speak in the spirit? Come on now. Come on now. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. Any externality, any external force uh, looking forward to destroying you and your house uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Rado Zipre Caruza, Adunda La Paso, Azonda La Baraza, Azeclatese, Ezegladosa, Atoranese, Equala Dazete, Galato Zipraniga Baza. Whatever has already entered, may the power of God drive them out. Holy Ghost, let your power drive them out. Drive them out. Drive them out. Drive Nobody will die before the attack. Sicknesses will not enter. Poverty will not enter. Misfortune will not enter. Failure will not enter. Adiga, Suntale Marosa Brea, Adula Barazo, Kilabraya. Whatever is trying to break, break, break. Whatever is trying to break, the security to your body, to your house, to all that concerns you, to your substance. Father, by your power, stop it. Stop it. Sadola Mahasa, Mahasa, Kadola Mahasula, Itola Pahasakwa, Adula Mahatusa, Sikwali Zaba, Zontalaba, Sekwala Dalaba, Adula Mareza, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Please, please take your seat. First Samuel chapter 30, verse 12. David has been given a prophetic word. Arise, pursue. You shall overtake and recover all. And on his way to the restoration, he meets a guy. And this guy is an Egyptian. In the verse number 10, 
The Bible said, verse 10. But David pursued he and 400 men. For 200 abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook vessel. Men were falling. Next verse. And they found an Egyptian in the field. This is where the breakthrough came. And brought him to David and gave him bread. What did they give him? And he did eat, and they made him drink water. So two things happened to this Egyptian. He ate bread, and he drank. He ate, and what? Drank. Now, let's read verse 12. And they gave him a piece of a cake of figs, and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, when he had what? When he had eaten. His spirit came again to him. For he had not eaten, for he had eaten no bread, nor drunk any water three days and three nights. So we know that this man's spirit was gone. His strength was gone. The strength is what the Bible is referring to as what? His spirit. Beautiful. And if you read, 13, 14, 15. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou? And whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. And my master left me because three days ago I fell sick. So this guy was broken because he was sick. And that's how he was found. Some years ago, I preach a message about what sickness can do to you. Sickness can make your enemy find you. That's one of the things sickness can do to a man. And this is a great guy, a great servant. But he didn't have a, a loyal master. And he was sick. Now, what brought him healing was bread and drink. Bread and what? He was not only physically sick. You and Anna understand that. The reason why he was physically sick is because his spirit had left him. We are talking about a hedge that will not allow any externality such as sickness to assess your body, soul, and spirit. And we must know that even though people are dressed standing... Many people are falling on the field. You are, on, on, you are falling down. So many people are down. Even though they are standing. They are down. <laughs> they are down. Health is down. Business is down. Be careful. Finance is what? Things are down. People are smiling, but things are down. Because the spirit in the business is gone. <laughs> Your spirit is gone. You are smiling, but you are gone. And boy, people are down. Some people, naturally, their strength is down. And sickness can make people to fall down. Anything to around you can be sick. Your business can be sick. Who's a business? You know? Hey, Yari. Hey. May you never be down in Jesus' name. Yeah. And you know, when people are down, what do they need to come back? First of all, the restoration must start from a spiritual place. The spirit of the brother came to him when he ate and drank. Tonight, as children of God, one of the things that has been given to us in redemption to give us an opportunity to cause our spirit to be revived or restored back to health is the communion. He ate bread and drank and life came to his spirit. Anybody who has been tied in any coven tonight, as you partake of communion tonight, may your spirit break free in the name of Jesus. Your spirit is coming alive. 
tell you what it means for your spirit to be dead is for your is for your pursuers to overtake you and arrest you. <laughs> Say pursuer. There are some dogs pursuing people. Awkward powers pursuing people like the way David was pursuing the Amalekite. And they overtook this guy. Because his spirit had left him. Sometimes spells will be cast on you like sickness was cast on this guy. Everyone was gone, but he was kept there. And you, you'll be going slow motion until you fall. And, and whatever is chasing you, chase your mother, chase your father, chase your family people, will now come and find you. May you never be found. If you are already on ground tonight, as you eat and drink, may your spirit return back to you. If you are being manipulated, I say your spirit shall return. A spell has been cast upon you for people to run over you. Your spirit shall return. Shout a louder amen. It's like for a while, we have taught calmly so that people don't know how to receive prophetically again. The whole place is becoming like a seminar. Boy, you are a prophetic believer. Know when there is virtue in the atmosphere. Pragila kulasa taklada. May your spirit come alive in the name of Jesus. Anybody who has been caged like a bed, as you eat and drink tonight, I say your spirit is escaping. You have escaped in the name of Jesus. Any level that you cannot go beyond, as you eat and drink tonight, may your spirit escape. You will escape any trap in the name of Jesus. You will never remain in that disappointment, that delay, that sickness, that shame. That level of limitation. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Please eat. <laughs> eat and drink. Tell somebody, eat and drink. Yes. He ate, he drank, his spirit came alive. That eating and drinking also healed the sickness. As you eat and drink tonight, any sickness that is making whatever is looking for you to have an advantage over you, that sickness will depart in Jesus. You need to have revelation. As you are eating this divine food, sickness cannot stay in your body again. Maracua Sacrada. Drinking this divine drink, sickness cannot stay in your body again. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Look at what Jesus said in John chapter 6 verse 54. John 6 54. Jesus says something. In fact, if you read, he said, I'm the bread of life. I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. John 6 54. He said, whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. <laughs> Two things will happen once you partake of the communion. Number one, supernatural life. Eternal life. This is a life that has more power than the life of a carcass. You are hearing this thing very carefully. <laughs> Eternal life is a life that cannot be killed by any earthly weapon. Eternal life is God's own life. That is given to you eternally until he himself withdraws you from a geographical space. I'm just talking about something here. Whatever has been looking for your flesh, looking for your spirit, may they not have the key to unlock you in the mighty name of Jesus. And tonight as you partake of the communion, let the fibroid be scattered by the eternal life. Let the posted be scattered by the eternal life. Whatever is there, may eternal life take over. Too powerful. Some sicknesses we cannot even explain. We cannot, we don't even have a name. It's just a it's just a, a mixture, a salad of infections. Konia Kalataka. He calls it a noisome pestilence. Aduna Pikaluku Takapaya. He that eaten my flesh, drink my blood. It's life. Receive life in the name of Jesus. 
Anywhere death is taking over, as you partake of this communion, may life take over. In the mighty name of Jesus. Why are you people gentle like that? Rise up. Say eternal life. Enter me. Kobala Katoza. I see life everywhere. No more death. No more distraction. Say life, 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 life. I see. God is showing me some, somebody here. You have holes in some, some areas of your stomach. As you partake of this communion right now, <laughs> every hole is getting sealed in the name of Jesus. I see somebody, the abdominal mass is getting dissolved. Anything deposited into your body, not by God tonight, is getting dissolved by the power of the Holy Ghost through this communion tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, raise your hand and say, I receive life against the spirit of death, destruction, and damages. Say, Holy Ghost, whatever is not life, eternal, hanging around me, whether it's death or sickness, I declare right now, as I partake of this communion, let it scatter. Please take your seat. Life. This is the hedge. Supernatural life. Number two, he said, I will raise him up. Raise him up. The, the whole communion table is not at your level until you come into Christ. And even in Christ, he said, come to the table of the Lord. Come to the table of the Lord. You are sitting in popular stance. This is the table. One. Two. It's an elevation. It's an opportunity to live a higher life. It's an invitation into an elevation. Invitation into a higher life. As you partake of this communion. Wherever you have been operating before. In a low life. I declare in the name of Jesus. Receive your invitation for elevation. Invitation for promotion. May the Lord raise you from wherever you are. Into a higher realm and a higher place. I don't know where that amen went. But I prophesy upon you. As you partake of this communion. Receive elevation in life. You will never go down. You will be raised in the name of Jesus. May the Lord raise you. May he raise your home. May he raise your children. May he raise your business. Everything about you shall be raised. Receive a raise in the name of Jesus. This June will not end. May the Lord raise your life. May God raise you. In the name of Jesus. May there be a hedge of protection. May you be raised in a way that no hand will be able to reach you. Seated above principalities and powers. May no power be able to reach you. As the Lord raises you, you will never be reached by any power. By any power. By any power. Shout God. Raise me tonight. Please take your seat. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Jesus said, except a man comes to me, you can't have eternal life. This thing is for a certain unique group of people. Believers in Christ. Not believers in the church. There's a difference. There are believers in the church and there are believers in Christ. There are many people in church who are not discerning the body of Christ well. Because though they are in church, Christ is not in them. Lot was a child of God. That's why 
the angels were in his house. This pushback, it can never be your portion if you are here and you are here at the same time. You can't be with God and be with the world at the same time. God and devil. God and yourself. God and your friends. God and alcohol. God and immorality. God and... Hey! You need Christ. And Christ must be plus nothing. Because Christ alone is more than enough. You don't need Christ and a country. You don't need Christ and some prophet somewhere. You need, you need to have Christ. Christ in you. It is the greater one living in you. Which makes you greater than whatever that's in the world. It's not I belong to the keeper's house. You can even belong to the creator's house, builder's house, jumper's house, celebration house, whatever house. Spinning and mobile house. Not every house will stand when the storm blows. Some houses will fall. It depends on the foundation. Ask somebody, what's your foundation? Who is your foundation? Do you have Jesus Christ? Tell them Jesus is not a style. It's not a dressing. It's not an association. It's not where you church. It's a person you must consciously, reasonably, logically invite into your life as your Lord and your personal Savior. It's not like, I think I came to the church, so I'm a Christian. No. <laughs> Association is not equal to ownership. Jesus is not in your life because you associate. <laughs> you must ask him to come. Praise the Lord. It's too powerful. Is it powerful already? Yes, yeah, so. Once he's in, then he'll be working his work from within you. Just one last question. Ask somebody what is inside you. Do you know what is inside you? Is Jesus inside you? Or you are empty? take Jesus for granted. But taking Jesus for granted is taking your own life for granted. Don't be a modern day man. <laughs> no Jesus. Technology is not equal to Jesus. Paul said that I may know him. You must know him. Not know of him. You must know him. Encounter personal. Not your father's God, your own God. Are you here? Not the one interceding for you. It's God, your own God. When Jonah was in the ship and Matapai, they said, everyone should call on the name of their God. Call, call on the Whose name will you call? There was a festival somewhere, I don't mention all because some people, when you mention it, they get angry. One fetish priestess like that, Karen, this, this thing, you see that? We see, fetish spirit is working power. Then where they were, they were at the foot of a, a steep hill, which was a street. And they saw that in all her fetishism, moving unstable and just jiggling, saw one car who has lost brake. Coming from the hill. The fetish spirit left him. Left him. The eye became clear. Car started clearing people. Everybody started shouting, Jesus, Jesus. Fetish priest was also shouting. Priestess was shouting, Jesus. Charlie, there's a level of disaster 
and adversity and challenge that making a popular shout will not change anything. You must have a private personal connection with Jesus. They that know their God, they shall work strong and do exploit. It's a personal knowing. Not the crowd mass knowing. <laughs> Keloma Sakalada. Hey, I'm feeling it. I think it's time to close. You need to know Jesus. If you are here, you don't know Jesus. Hey, your head is already down. Things are, they are working on you, sir. Back and forth. You are, you are just down. You have become a highway. And a pathway. When Christ comes into you, he said, eternal life. Then I will raise you. Just say, before Christ comes, you are on ground. You are on the floor. That's why witches that fly in your house are using you as carpet. They ask you, is Kwame staying here? Where is Kwame? They will, they will, they will just describe and say, ah, my doormat. You think you are wearing tie? You are somebody's doormat. Some people, you are there. You think you, you, you have something. You, there is nothing. If Christ is in, not in you, boy, you are just clay. Clay made in the book of Genesis. Man was formed out of the earth. Clay came alive when the spirit of God was breathed into him. Without Christ, you don't have spirit. And when you are clay, when God was pronounced, he says that dust shall be the food of the serpent. When Christ is not in you, you are food for the demons. You need Jesus. What do you need? You need Jesus. You are just food. No matter the painting, the dressing, you are just Praise the Lord. Food for the demons. May nobody here be food for the spirits. Believe as you partake of this communion. Your hedge is firmly standing. And whatever may have broken into you already is being pushed out by the power of God. Can you please be on your feet? What a joy. What a joy. If that hand clap is going for Jesus, do it better. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.